Today, we're going to learn about setting healthy boundaries in relationships. Let's go! Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alyssa Sharp, and we have Chip Judd, part two today, and he's talking again about how to maintain healthy boundaries in relationship. Here's Chip. So what we've just done is take your circle of concern and we've begun to shrink it. Why? Because ultimately, we want to learn to manage the energy we have, the focus, the attention on the things that are in our circle of responsibility and within the reach of our influence. We don't want to expend energy and strategy trying to make things happen that are not our responsibility to make happen. You follow me? All right, here's what I call, I call it the law of stewardship. Trinity of triumph, I used to call it. I believe this is how the kingdom of God works. God defines a sphere of responsibility, and then as you embrace the responsibility, you, you receive the authority to carry out your responsibility and then the power to enforce your authority to carry out your responsibility. Does that make sense? Now, I believe these three always travel together and always in this order. My personal opinion, why we don't see the power we believe we should is because the church is irresponsible. We want to live however we want and God still do miracles. Wow. We want to let the world, we, like here's, here's a simple one. Do you believe prayer makes a difference? Yes. Do you believe the church prays on the whole as it should? No. Then do you believe God's in control? No. I think he's not, I don't think he is. He can't even control us. I think it's absurd to, to hold to a doctrine that God's in control. In other words, that everything that happens out there is his will. I hope I'm not upsetting anybody. I mean, the deal is this, guys. If I'm, if I'm contemplating committing adultery, what is God going to do? Strike me with lightning? Now, what might he do? Think about it. What could he do? He could, he could, he could John could be on the other side of the world, and, and he could get a prompting to call me. Chipper, what's going on, dude? You get, you're just on my heart. I think you're thinking of doing something stupid. Can John control me? This is where it gets kind of creepy to some people. Can God control me? Oh, maybe we should say it this way. Can he? Yes. Will he? Now, I don't want to to get too deep in all that or we'll get distracted. But here's the point. If you're not going to embrace responsibility, don't whine about authority and power. And... If you're going to take authority and power in areas you don't have responsibility, don't whine when it blows up in your face and causes all kind of relational havoc. You've got to figure this stuff out. All right, key thought. If you look up here, it's RB4. Just write this off to the side somewhere on your notes. RB4A, what does that mean? Always start with responsibility. So I'm in a counseling session with Bubba and Mary Lou and... You know, Mary Lou's talking about how things work at home and Bubba's getting a little uncomfortable. 
And Bubba quotes the one scripture every man on the planet knows, never been to church, never opened a Bible, never heard the name of Jesus. What one scripture can they all quote? Wives, submit to your husband. So Bubba says, you know, preacher, you know that verse in the Bible? And I said, I'm a little slow, Bubba. What are you talking about? And he says, you know, preacher, wives, submit. So I reach over and slap Bubba so hard, his head spins. And I say, don't you ever mention that verse again in my presence until you're doing your job. Bubba, what's your job? You know what Bubba says? Duh. Because Bubba don't know his job. Now, what did Bubba do? He wanted authority and power and no responsibility. You want to be a leader that people want to follow, yes or no? Then serve them. Serve them. I've never had to tell anybody in my life I was in charge. I've never had to walk in a room and say, hey, I'm in charge here. How many of you know if you have to tell them you're in charge? You're not. You follow me? But if you'll take your responsibilities to heart and you walk before people, your wife, your kids, whoever, in such a way that they feel you giving yourself to the fulfillment of those responsibilities, they'll follow you anywhere, man. Guys, how many of you want a wife someday that'll just joyfully follow your leadership? Serve her. Serve her. Put her needs before your own. All right, R before A. R equals A. What does that mean? It's very easy to know how much authority you have in any situation you're ever in. However much responsibility you have, that's how much authority you have. Here's the deal, man. If you don't carry any responsibility, guess what you don't carry? Any real, now you might have usurped authority, but you don't have any real authority. All right, outlaws exercise power without permission. How many of you know in-laws can too? Come on. All right, we got to hurry. What are boundaries? We've only got till 4 o'clock, so we got to hurry. All right, I need a couple volunteers, male and a female. All right, put it, put it over you and hold it. About, just, just let it hang nice and loose. Marie. How many of you have ever had somebody talk to you and they get, get too close? Hey, man, what's up? <laughs> you know, that, what is there? A, one of the late nights had a skit on it, or maybe it was uh, Seinfeld. But the whole too close talker thing. How many of you know we all have like this space around us that's just sort of understood, you know, like I got my space, you got yours, right? So a concept that seems to help make this boundaries things come alive is imagine yourself and everyone else in the world with a hula hoop around them. All right, here's where it gets interesting. Tim? Travis. Travis. I knew it was a T. Travis and Brooke. All right. Everything inside Travis's circle is Travis's responsibility. Everything inside Brooke's circle is Brooke's responsibility. Let's say for the moment they're married. Now here's the deal. Nobody believes in marriage stronger than I do. So there's a circle around the two of them called a marriage. It's a covenant. And within that marriage or or within that circle, they're separated from every other person and thing on the planet. But... Don't you think for one second they don't live within a circle of their own inside the circle? Now, here's what I mean. Travis is responsible for everything inside his circle. Brooke's responsible for everything inside her circle. Tell her you make me mad. No, 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 out loud. 
like you mean it. He can't even say it with a straight face. All right, hold your thing up. All right, here you go, here you go. Where is his anger? It's in his side of his circle. What did he just do? He just made her responsible for his anger. All right, now you say to him, you make me sad. All right, where, where, where is her sadness? Who's responsible for everything inside her circle? Now, here's the deal. When we do that, let's flip back. What are we doing? Whether we mean to or not, when I make you responsible for my anger, whether I meant to or not, I give you the authority and power to control me. When I want to take responsibility, I'm taking responsibility that isn't mine, is God going to give me the authority and power to back it up? So what's going to happen is I'm going to take responsibility for something that isn't mine and I'm going to have to resort to other means. Manipulation, intimidation, guilt, whatever. Why? Because I don't have legitimate authority and power. All right? Now, just to be quick, is he alone in here? I thought we were Christians. Is he alone in here? How did God get in there? Kick the door down? Behold, I stand at the door in. Now, if God knocks, who in the world do we think we are? That we just bust into people's circle, tell them what we think, and God doesn't even do that. All right, God's in here, God's in there. I've learned the secret to a great marriage. The secret to a great marriage is to have an affair. So Travis comes over here and has an affair with God. How many of Travis's needs can God meet? Virtually all of them, right? So he goes over here and has an affair with God. God addresses virtually all of his needs. Brooke goes over here and has an affair with God. And she learns over time how to look to God first and most, first and most, right? All right, now they come back toward each other. Who's responsible for making Travis feel loved? And and Travis. That was Chip Judd, and you can find that talk on a podcast by John and Lisa Bevere called Conversations with John and Lisa, and you can subscribe to that on iTunes and everywhere else you do podcasts, just the same way you subscribe to mine, and I highly recommend that you do that. That's John and Lisa Bevere, and the name of the talk is How to Maintain Healthy Boundaries, and you can also find out more information about Chip Judd at chipjudd.com, and then, of course, John and Lisa Bevere, their ministry is messengerinternational.org. Hope you have a great day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.